80. Well, as the communards once wrote, you never can say goodbye. It's been a little bit of a hiatus since we've potted, but we are back. As a drunk will return to his wine or a dog to his vomit, I'm back. <laughs> and here to help me talk about all things Ninth Age related is my mate Kev. How are you, buddy? Hello, I'm, uh, I'm okay, thank you. Good are to you be the, back. Are you the dog returning to its vomit or the drunk to its wine? Uh, I'd say I'm the dog. <laughs> keep come crawling back i can't help it <laughs> oh there we go and no so, one loves wine more than you matt we know that that's, that is true that is true i am uh, i am i am a a a, a lover of, of the wine bebo ego some i drink therefore i am <laughs> yeah, i'm drinking wine tonight actually are you yeah. oh no that's wrong because that's wrong because it's a monday you shouldn't be drinking on a monday mondays are sober days this is written <laughs> work so bad that every day is a drinking day now oh mate tell us a little bit about your work of uh it's uh you've been busy saving the world again oh no not saving the world just uh we're getting a new it system in in uh hospital so yeah. and it's going live on thursday so it's just wow. been absolute chaos and it's yeah. going to get worse. <laughs> so when it goes live on Thursday, will your will your life get easier or harder at that point? It's going to peak, I'd say, uh, this weekend. And then hopefully it? it should start easing off as things, you know, fall into place a bit more. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and and obviously because you've been so busy and uh, we're in a bit of a lull after the uh, the ETC, we've taken a little bit of a holiday, but... Uh, as uh, as Oscar Wilde once said, the, uh, the 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 stories of my demise are greatly overestimated. We've said this we've said this a few times, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. I haven't played any night though. It's been away. Haven't you? No. I've, only play, I've only played once. I got absolutely smashed off uh, Mikey Newman with the All Mounted Cavalry Empire list, and uh, yeah, so they've gone back in their box. <laughs> <laughs> if they're All Mounted, why don't you do KOE? Because then I'd have to learn the book. <laughs> True, fair enough. <laughs> Mind you, I've got Angus Sturt Brace from Australia who's been sending me some cracking KOE lists. Oh, so really? if you, yeah, keep them coming, Angus. It's uh, yeah. Oh, and he's got a beautiful Teutonic knight themed army as well. Yeah, Frederick Barbarossa, the whole lot's in there. It's absolutely stunning. So yeah, shout out, big props out to my mate Angus. Oh dear, so I guess we should crack on, shouldn't we? Um yes, we with should. with Muchos, Muchos Apologias. Who are we who are we sorry to? We haven't upset anyone for ages, have we? I don't think so. The... <laughs> I'm sorry well, for I being can't... away so long, I guess. I guess yeah, I guess. I hope that's... everyone enjoyed the big five hour extravaganza. Yes. Yeah, it went on for when we uploaded it, people were like, Have you just double recorded this again? We were like, No, <laughs> this actually fun. lasts five hours. This one, <laughs> oh my, there we go. Uh, and in fact, uh, already there are uh, submissions out there for various home nations teams. Uh, certainly, the call has gone up for budding Scottish ninth ages to apply for ETC. I know the Irish are, are doing theirs as well. Uh, I don't think the Welsh have. have uh, dropped yet and certainly the english haven't so um if you are a budding enthusiast get your applications in you'll be able to find them on the forum under the various national headings that's about right isn't it mate yes it is that's certainly where the scotland one is anyway mm, yeah definitely but there we go uh right and then uh the only other thing to deal with before we get for the, the last remaining uh, item in the usual bollocks 
is Matt's mundane task. And today I will be ironing. So if you hear <laughs> something going like this. Oh, look at that. Iron. <laughs> is that AMSR or whatever it's called? Yeah. Back from my army days when I learned the value of a good iron, I've literally got the world's greatest iron. If it could, if it was animate, it would get up, walk around and do stuff for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the ironing and stuff. Secretly, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I forget you do my ironing because I hate ironing. Oh, terrible I, I find it very therapeutic. But anyway, we haven't come here to talk about ironing. I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you must remind me before I go. In fact, I'm going to do it now. I'm under, I'm under pressure from various people, mainly Gareth Willis, uh, uh, to talk a little bit about animals. And um, that was because I was talking. We had this this chat going on about um, basically in Lord of the Rings. And we've all been getting into Lord of the Rings with the Rings of Power that's been going on. Oh, we'll have to talk about that as well. Oh, there's so much to talk about. But um, basically. Uh, because someone had written this really quite amusing this uh, quite amusing thing basically saying if the mice if 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 when sam is carrying um frodo who's carrying the ring clearly the ring doesn't recognize non-animate objects they're carrying it yeah so yeah. in that case why don't you just strap it to a mouse and send it on the mouse and then we were like no you could like you could tie it to a horse you get it quicker or like a dog and i was like yeah but if you gave it to my dog you'd just fuck off with it and never drop it and they were like <laughs> and i'd be like running around mordor going drop it mr whoopee drop it, mr. <laughs> <laughs> i assume it would corrupt the animal as well though and then they'll become evil Ah, but if Mr. Whoopi became evil, he'd just demand his own weight in sausage <laughs> rather than invading, invading Gondor. <laughs> Mind you, you never know with Mr. Whoopi. So, <laughs> so there you go. Mr. Whoopi is a dog. Or what I should actually say is technically was a dog because unfortunately I lost him years ago. But oh. I know you shouldn't have favourite favorite animals, but he was mine. So there you go. Golden Retriever, Mr. Whoopi. What a classic. I do have a horse <sighs> question or you related to Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Someone put on Twitter, like, you know, this new series, there's no horses anywhere. This isn't like Lord of the Rings. It should all be about horses. Everyone just walks everywhere. That's true. That is true, actually. Like the elves yeah. in particular just seem to be walking constantly. But then mm. is that because, like, walking is not much slower than riding a horse when there isn't, like, way stations to change horses all the time? Uh, yeah, but you can get different sorts of horses that specialise in basically going super long distances. So there's like there's breeds actually they're mainly uh, sort of Icelandic and Norwegian breeds of horses that are literally designed to go 50, 60 miles in one go. Oh, okay. they, they have this this really bizarre gait, like a gait like so you get trot canter, sorry you get walk trot canter gallop, yeah. But they've got a special one called striding, uh, and it's it's super it's super energy efficient. If you've ever seen like um, uh, horse races with the buggies on the back, that's 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 a, a, called a stride. Uh, and um, uh, and it, yeah, anyway, but there you go. So, yeah, where's your horses? Rings of power. Get your horses out. Although I did notice when they were scooting over the map that there was a place that was very closely associated with Rohan. So I'm assuming that horses are going to be brought into Later it. Right. I assume yeah. it's because elves live forever. So they don't really give a shit about rushing. They're like, ah, oh, we just walk. Yeah, it's I mean, a gentle yeah. two hundred mile walk or whatever, you know. Yeah, well, when you've got all the time in the world, who exactly. Cares? Yeah, not bothered, yeah. are they? Not in a yeah. rush. No, exactly. Yeah, because uh, you've got loads of time. But like, I have to take the scenic route and walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, from what I can gather, no spoilers, Kev. No spoilers. Someone basically swims the middle sea at one point. So yeah, pretty much. Like, 
It's like when they got to Casa Doom and they get turned away, and the guy's like, "You go away, I'll, I'll, I'll sort this out." It's like, yeah. As if you just walk 200 miles, and went, yeah, I'll just turn around and go back. Yeah, let's all go home yeah. now, shall we? Yeah. All right, then. God, shame they weren't. Doesn't mind. Camping out there, banging on the door. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was. I thought at that point he was definitely going to get the melon out, didn't you? I, yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. This is the origin of the. I, oh, no, no, too obvious, <laughs> too obvious. Anyway, we digress, as is our want and our birthright, <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Have we got a guest for you, you lucky spambots, you? We met a really, really super chap when we were uh, away at the ETC. Uh, a man of infinite class and skill. Um, he hails from the land of the long white cloud, from the uttermost ends of the earth. Literally, if you wanted to play a game of Ninth Age further away than this man lives, you'd have to build a raft, sail it into the Southern Ocean and play on that raft because we are joined by a stalwart of the ninth age an absolute legend in his own time we're joined by ryan simister kia ora ryan how are you my friend kia ora Manny. uh i'm good hey do you like that kev i looked up what uh what hello is in maori oh very good <laughs> i didn't know that word at all yeah. <laughs> well, always you very well yeah, well, you're very, very welcome, Ryan. Um, and thank you very much. And first of all, we've got to we've just got to give you mad props because it's the middle of the night in New Zealand, isn't it? Uh, well, very early in the morning. <laughs> that is such a legend's performance to get up and come on the Paired Weapons podcast. So we are, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and it was it was really great meeting you in, in New Zealand. The the whole of the New Zealand team were really, really super. My word, you had some fantastic teammates. Uh, and and, and you, you guys just found a place in our heart. And we just thought you were absolutely super. So when we got back, we were like, right, first guest is definitely going to be Ryan from, <laughs> from New Zealand. So you are very, very welcome, buddy. Yep. No, <sighs> it, was, uh, it was great to play both of you. I think I'm probably the only guy at the ECC who played both hosts. I think you are, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and also, uh, Maddie played both my armies because you played Mal with, with my, my yeah. lizards. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, absolutely. And and we had a, a we had a whale of a time with with you chaps out there. And in fact, I am the proud owner of a Team New Zealand shirt as well, which is getting framed and put up at home. So thank you very much for that. But what we thought we'd do, uh, as we, uh, as is our general custom when we uh, when we have guests on, uh, especially someone so distinguished as yourself, right, is to ask you kind of like, you know, what's your history in wargaming? Um, uh, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into it. Um, you know, and whilst you're at it, tell us a little bit about you know where you live and uh, you know what you do for a living and that stuff like that. And then later on, we'll talk a little bit about the scene in New Zealand. So how did you how did you get into it? Um, I got into it at the end of high school. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, a friend got the starter box in 6th edition, I'm going to say, mm -hmm. uh, with the Empire and the Orcs. And, you know, we used to just play some very terrible garage games. Um, mm -hmm. And then at the very end of high school, uh, we started a little club and we had like, I don't know, six or seven people from roughly our age and just below us. Um, and we would play once a week. Uh, on on 
on sort of astroturf tables in a really hot sort of shed that was used for like drying garlic or something like that. Um, wow. And that was yeah. that was that was the, the Warhammer scene and, and little Kerry Kerry. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. that's cool. So where, whereabouts in New Zealand are you based, mate? Have you been all over, or are you? Uh, uh, I basically I basically Islander? lived. I've lived in the North Island uh, for most of my life um, in a little town called Kerikeri, which is uh, in the Bay of Islands, which is a fantastic place to live. Um, and Kerikeri was the first town settled by uh, by the British. Was it? Um, it oh, was. Wow. It was the very, the, yep. Colonial outpost it. then, yeah? That's it, yeah. <laughs> Um, wow that's really cool uh and and the bay of islands sounds absolutely gorgeous I, I i'm imagining you wake up to this beautiful vista of sort of you know sweeping sort of middle earth scene sort of thing. pretty pretty much except it's a big kiwi fruit orchard next door but yeah, oh, that. that sounds even better <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and and it's obviously uh you know what they say about the uh the kiwis is 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 true you know you're all rugby mad and i guess you're going to be absolutely delighted that the all blacks won at the weekend very relieved uh that we managed to win the game yes uh <laughs> yeah. there is a hope uh after after the recent disappointments well it's it's not been it's not typical for the uh the all blacks to to lose any games let alone three on the bounce so it was well, uh yeah, the 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 championship is really tight at the moment. I mean, we could win both Blazler games, and depending on the other results, we could like come last or first or whatever. So er- everything is to play for in the mm. final game, which is probably the best way, you know, as a spectator. Yeah. It's all on the line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you know, I think I think world rugby needs a strong New Zealand. But we're digressing again, <laughs> if only because you want you to batter the South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> But there we go. So, um, okay. So, having played a little bit of uh, of, of high school uh, uh, Warhammer and stuff, would you say sixth edition? Sixth edition, absolutely. Yep. Sure. Yep. Was, uh, have, was... have you have you played constantly through through to the current day, or have you taken taken there a been, hiatus? There have been hiatuses, mainly when I travel, um, and I mean, I went over to the UK and lived there for a while, mm-hmm. um, and then came back. So, I basically didn't play any Ninth Age or Warhammer. Uh, during that time and then same when I was I'm actually a chef so when I was training and and starting that career basically I I didn't play I I didn't have time for 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 little little toy soldiers well when everyone's yeah I guess when you're when you're learning a track now is is it true uh, a little birdie told me that you actually uh, worked in Scotland at one point I did. I lived and worked in Scotland uh, in lovely Edinburgh or Leith, to be more precise. Mm. Um, Sunshine on Leith. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I mean, I, I lived right on the water Leith. So I just walk out the flat, walk down some stairs and mm-hmm. then walk to work, uh, which was at lucky enough, the kitchen. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, and that, that's a pretty high end uh, setup. Then, yeah? yeah. There's some fabulous yeah. restaurants in Leith. So, yeah, it, the kitchen is amazing. I mean, one of the best. If you ever get a chance, you should definitely go there. Have a mm. have a meal. Yeah, absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And, uh, and and am I right in thinking as well that you've got family uh, in in Scotland? I do. Um, yep. All my mother's family uh, is over in Scotland. Um, so after the ECE, I was lucky to visit them all, um, which was fantastic. And the weather was great. It didn't rain a single day I was there. No, um, no, mate. That's a not rare Scotland. treat, guys. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think me uh, about apparently, as soon as I left, it, it went to yeah. it went to custard. It didn't, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, have you ever been to Scotland when it when it uh, for a prolonged period when it wasn't raining? Because you uh, no, you I went didn't. you went on holiday, didn't you? Um, uh, back in well, March. You were, yeah, uh, and it didn't rain there. That was okay actually. I think mean, that's probably the first time. But like every time we go to Stirling, it pisses it down, doesn't it? It, do, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's traditional. It's traditional. But uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so uh, have you played any other war games, Ryan? Anything uh, you know? Have you I got across to, to Sigma or Forty K or anything? I when I when I played six six and seventh, I used to play Forty K as well because um, mm-hmm. basically there was one other person that played played six said uh, after high school. And, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm naturally just you know some of my mates were playing Forty K. Okay, I'll play Forty K as well. Um, awesome. So. Yeah, did, did I you have play a, the World Kings of War too. Oh, okay, cool. Did you have a, a, a specialized army? Were you? Because uh, Kev's got a, a very nice. What's they called? They call them orcs in 40k, yeah. Kev. Yeah, yeah, just orcs. Just orcs. Do you uh, have a specialized 40k yeah, army? Yeah, I used to play. Um, used to play a lot of Imperial Guard. Um, okay. Just men. You know, yeah. it was quite <laughs> just bodies on the field. Just, and just, tanks. just your little men against <laughs> against everything else that was just bigger and worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I, I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm not sure I'd fancy turning up for uh, 40k Imperial Guard duty. <laughs> I mean, like, no. Where, where are we going, Sarge? <laughs> like, wow, gene stealers today. Oh, uh, I, I've got a terrible dentist appointment. <laughs> It'd be oh, over dear. quick, at least. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was like Starship Troopers, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So, um, yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about the road to the ETC then, then Ryan. Um, how, you know, uh, I, I guess, you know, putting the team together, finding people who are able to travel because it's such a long way, isn't it? Well, luckily, um, yeah, it was quite easy to start it off. Uh, the end got a bit harder, but oh. uh, I had a great group of guys who were playing online um, basically – in the USA Discord events run mm-hmm. by Alex Schmidt. Yep. So we would play four, five, six-man teams events uh, online um, and get great practice against some of the international teams that showed up. Yep. Um, and then we were like, well, we, we, you know, we, we got a group of guys and we said, oh, would you like to go to the ETC? Like, let's let's take this this small team and, and move it forwards. Um so that was the plan, uh, mm-hmm. and then Tom Cochran was going to be the captain, um, and then he asked me to be the vice captain. And two weeks after that, he uh, he couldn't make it, so I got I got the captaincy. Wow! Um, so you, yeah, pushed up. Yeah, I, I got pushed up. Yeah, uh, so I I put the call out there, and we we got a few more people, and and we had a we had a really solid looking team, mm. um, and then unfortunately two guys had to drop out. Uh, oh, so no. we had a replacement, and then that replacement couldn't come, and then we got a few more guys, luckily. Um, and I think the group of guys we brought uh, was a really great bunch of dudes. Oh, they were uh, awesome. They, they were absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they were great, weren't they? Um, uh, Kev, they, were, were they were they your favourite team that we we played against as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. thoroughly enjoyed our practice rounds and yes. uh, main rounds. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A real nice laid-back atmosphere, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Nice uh, chill yeah. games. 
Ooh. Yeah, we, we, we definitely enjoyed playing you guys the most out of all of our opponents. Just oh. upset that you seem to learn your lessons after we won the yeah. practice round and we yeah. got smashed the second time. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the guys performed in that round. That was great. <laughs> uh, sorry to say. <laughs> yeah, well, when you rolled that 11 to get your Gorgons into my Exalted Tucker off, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you gave me no choice. I had to. Yeah. Oh no, you had to had take to it. Roll. You had to take it. Yeah, you had to, because otherwise I was going to dance around you, burn, burning you off with uh, hellfire and shit like that. So yeah, it was, it was a one shot. It was a one shot. And uh, yeah, as particular, <laughs> as seems to be the case for me, I had a breach explosion and blew my own self up. So <laughs> my, with my one shot. But there you go. So um, yeah, so you got, you got to tell me. Um, <clears throat> How did you get in contact with a guy who was living in uh, in New York? How did you get in contact with a guy who was living in the Bahamas to, to okay. come and play for Team New Zealand? Well, well, Mal, Mal's Mal's a good friend of mine. We played in New Zealand when he used to mm-hmm. live here. Um, yeah. uh, we had a pretty vibrant tournament scene back in back in the old Warhammer days. Yeah. Um, so he would come up from the South Island and play some of the bigger Auckland events, and then. Uh, yeah he would qualify for the masters and, um, and play in those as well. Yeah. So, and of course, uh, Mal, so he, Mal Patel's very well known in the UK scene to long time players. Um, yeah. Well known to, to us here as well. So, yeah, yeah. So when, when we started having some problems filling the team and some guys weren't able to make it, we put out the call, um, you know, we, we rattled the, the old expat grapevine and, mm-hmm. um, and Mal put his hand up and said, I'll, I'll, I'll will me out of retirement. I'll play. Um, that's awesome. That's what we did. Yeah. Um, and awesome. then Jeff, Jeff was um, a good f- McRae, probably our MVP from the, the event, um, playing Silver Nels. He um, he knew Jeff from online play quite a bit. I think they were yeah. on a team once as well uh, that Jeff put together for the online worlds. Mm-hmm. I think I wasn't part of the team, so I'm not too sure. Um, so we approached Jeff and said, "Hey." You know, we need we need some players for the ETC. Would you like to come play? Um, so Jeff said, "Yeah, I'd love to play, come play with you guys." Um, yeah. And he was a great pickup. He, he helped mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. um, and then P- Mal knew Pablo. Yes. Um, yes. So and Pablo, what American. a good bloke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what character? He, he, yeah. He is absolutely fantastic as Pablo. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. he lived in New Zealand at one point. He lived in Christchurch for just over a year from memory. So Mal and Pablo, a couple more connected people to the yeah. to New Zealand scene. So that was just a natural fit. I was like, yeah, done. No, no, th- this this guy is so cool, Spambots. You know, right? <laughs> he was just like when we were in Novisad, and Novisad is a lovely place to go. But you know, um, culturally, I'm not, well, you know, what, but. Pablo, when he was there, said that uh, on the first day he was there, basically he was chatting to someone and then because he's a DJ and super into his music and he got taken away to this like uh, this this really cool sort of like uh, uh, EDM sort of um, setup where there's some guy had it on a balcony sort of overlooking the city and stuff. And it was like incredibly laid back and cool. And I was like, how come we didn't get invited to that? <laughs> Pablo, just, Pablo seems to just attract really cool people to him. <laughs> he, just, he was awesome. I loved him. I thought he was fantastic. Well, his first night, uh, he went out, had some drinks. Um, he was wearing this black mesh see-through shirt 
was mm-hmm. awful. But um, <laughs> he got hit on multiple times by the locals. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an absolute champ, is Pablo. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And it's, Probably moves on the dance floor, wasn't he, till like 4 a.m. every night. Yeah. Yeah. Still performing in the morning. Impressive. Ooh. He Absolutely. did well with the, the old ogres. Yeah. No, it, and, it, and it was just great. I mean, I just thought, you know, your, your team was just so full of characters and stuff. And uh, and your brother was out there as well, uh, playing in yes, the singles. Yes, yep, Rascal, yeah. uh, yep. my brother. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he was playing yep. in the singles, and unfortunately he seemed to get matched up against some monsters. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have a great time. He, he loved his games, but... Yeah. it was on the as on the yeah on the yeah it was uh, well we all know what that feels like so uh, yeah. did he enjoy the etc though was that his first etc that was his first etc um he's keen to come next year we're, we're gonna try and get team together um we we every year we have a uh our national teams event in october um, oh. at the end of october so i was gonna wait till then to uh talk with a few of the guys in person and over over a point as it should be done um, yes, and, and yeah. Put, put together some kind of plan. That, that's the idea. Yeah. Because, um, I, I mean, obviously, it's such a long way, isn't it? I mean, unless you've actually been to New Zealand, uh, and I've, I've been once, it is a very, very long way. Um, and uh, an absolutely beautiful country. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, don't don't play against the Maori though in in Rotorua. That was uh, that was a little experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, what a But when you were coming over, uh, am I right in saying that we, where you guys flew in through Los Angeles on your way over, and you needed no basically... no no, we flew in through Singapore. Oh, okay, um, yes, yeah. So it was yeah. ten hours to Singapore, and then like eleven something to to Italy. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty long trip. Yeah, and then across Italy as well. Well, well, kudos and bravo to you guys coming in. I mean, I, obviously, the, the, you know, New Zealand was the furthest team to travel, so that was a really they always strong are, aren't they? they? Always come over. <laughs> <that place. laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the scene in in New Zealand? Tell us, uh, you know, how many players have you got? What's the big tournaments? You know, uh, any peculiarities of the scene, the meta, that sort of stuff. It's a very it's a it's a very small scene. I think it's probably one of the smallest scenes in in the world. Um, I would say. I don't know what it's like in Argentina or Mexico, but um, I mean we're lucky to get 16 players for a tournament. Uh, teams teams once a year um, is 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 probably the best. We we have teams of three, and uh, there's a bit of a, a I wouldn't say a club scene, more like a tribe scene. You know, yeah. like uh, me, me and my two, my brother and uh, a good friend of mine, Nick, uh, Nicholas Irvine, or MD Mine on the Ninth Page Forum. We mm-hmm. we come together as the Northern Barbarians. And we go down to cool. uh, see if we can win teams, and um, we might get sort of uh, I don't know, maybe just under 20, 20 players. That kind of thing, which is pretty good for a New Zealand tournament these days. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a decent, healthy number. I mean, I, I, I was I was anticipating you sort of saying, you know, half a dozen serious players, you know. Uh, so that's actually really good, I think. You know, I mean, it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, mm, mm. yeah um, a lot of it... COVID killed a lot of it. Uh, COVID was really tough. I mm. mean, we, we, we tried to organise a tournament here in Kerry Kerry. Um, cool. For the first time, and we had to postpone it like three times. All the trophies have an extra. Uh, the year was wrong, you know. <laughs> it, we got delayed that long. Keep crossing um, it out. Yeah, yeah. 
so, uh, I think there's I think there's a few tournaments out there like that. But yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. The, I, I uh, imagine during the, the height of the COVID, the UK scene would have hit, taken a big hit, right? I mean, that's where a lot of the online stuff came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, to be to be fair, you know, I I, I think the you know, I mean, we, the UB obviously kicked in, but then the guy who came sort of sweeping in to save almost maybe saved ninth age um, was as you said earlier alex schmidt organizing you know with the, the team usa stuff that they just went absolutely bonkers and, and and i mean some of those tournaments had two 250 players going at it on ub yeah. weren't they yeah yeah so, kudos they, to you, alex they were they have been some of the, the most fun events i've played those, mm. those online ones um it's a little weird because you know it's quite delayed you 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 start tournament, you're there for five weeks. Mm. Um, but, you know, playing in a team is a great experience compared to just playing a normal tournament where yeah. you don't know who you're going to get. Uh, I just found myself, like, living and breathing ninth age constantly thinking about my next matchup. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was, wasn't it? But it was, like, a game yeah. a week that I look forward to. So, yeah, you know, yeah. And obviously, you know, in the UK, we were literally locked down at home. You, you know, you weren't allowed out. Was that the same in 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 New Zealand? And by the way, yeah. your prime minister is awesome. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. anti Jacinda yeah. is uh, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. But I mean, were you because uh, or did you just close the borders and then just cracked on? With, we we with closed things? the borders, so no one was allowed in. But we were still very much locked down. Any houses don't go out. Right. Um, okay. Um, so, so it was they, all UB they, as well then for you guys. Yeah. A lot of UB, a lot of UB, um, a lot of board games with the brother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's sort of Where do you all go for your tournaments? Is it Auckland or like Auckland? Auckland. Oh, so there's there's a bunch of guys in uh, in in the Waikato and um, and Hamilton areas and Thames, which is just below Auckland. And then you've got the Auckland guys, um, Damo. He does a he does a great job of running events, and he also does a few online events too. We've got one going at the moment. Um, cool. And then we open those up to anyone sort of connected with the scene as well. Like at the moment, we've got Mark Skilto in Australia, and we've got Mal Patel in Bermuda playing online, which is great because I imagine he doesn't get a lot of games in Bermuda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's bad yeah. things to do with Bermuda, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it's really weirdly, really weirdly, and I get going off off track here. Uh, uh, Mal's a, a pharmacist in in Bermuda. Uh, and he was telling me that his um, his his son's starting high school. And I said, "Which school?" And he said, "Oh, I, oh crack Mal's going to shoot. But I can't remember what it was. And uh, but it's it, it, something academy, maybe Hamilton Academy, something like that." Uh, and I said, "You are joking." But one of my best mates is the headmaster there, and he was like, "No way!" So it's like a complete circuit. Like Mal's kids <laughs> going to my mate's school in Bermuda. How weird's this? <laughs> you know, they say you're only ever like sort of six steps away from anybody else on earth it was one of those one of those real sort of classic cycles but but yeah but mal was telling me that that um obviously he's, he lived and he showed me some pictures it looks absolutely beautiful in bermuda but he said there wasn't a lot of night age and that when uh when they were locked down they shut down all the public transport and he had to walk to work and that was at the top of a massive oh. hill oh. <laughs> in like tropical heat <laughs> yeah. mal, mal does not like the heat he really doesn't yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So um, uh, big tournaments then. Um, what's the sort of the the highlights of the New Zealand calendar? Um, generally, there's a decent tournament in Auckland um, at the in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then we've got the teams, which I've talked about, which yep. is the, the, the absolute highlight. I, it, for me, every year, teams is, is the number one tournament we have yeah. to go to. Cool. Um, and then it's just a matter of just trying to get time to play some of the smaller events and just have, have fun on the table yeah. with real people. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, is, it, is it a nice sociable uh, nice sociable It is. Sort of it setup, is. You know? it, people turn up for a few days, a few beers. Yeah. Um, you know, generally, uh, we try and go to Waikato. Uh, shout out to um, Ken Hay, who runs a, a lovely tournament down there. And um, if, if there's not that many players he'll run his own house he's got like an old farmhouse so there'll be like random tables and like a sunroom and then the lounge and whatever and then a huge fridge and then a, an even bigger beer fridge so <laughs> you just crack open a, a, a large stubby and yeah, yeah. Sounds like yep. a tournament. Yeah. it is a great tournament i love playing at Ken's. oh what's that yep. beer called steinlager is steinlager, steinlager still a thing? thing yep it is a thing yep oh, i like that yeah, that's nice. And uh, yeah, okay. So uh, uh, and then the the New Zealand Masters. Then um, where, who who runs that? Where is that? Is that in Auckland as well, or is that... no? That's usually that's usually it, it moves around a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But generally, in the last few years, it's been run in Thames. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say um, by uh, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's also a really cracker of an event. Is the Masters? Yeah. You yeah. know, you're gonna get five hard games. Mm. And um, who's the reigning uh, master of New Zealand then? Ethan. Ethan uh, okay. managed to take it out last year uh, mm-hmm. with his EOS. I gave mm-hmm. him a really hard time with the Dread Owls, and mm. it just didn't quite work out. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure yeah, Dreddies don't uh, like the shooting much, really, do they, I guess? But... Yeah, I mean, I put, I put a whole universe of sitting out inside of the steam tank, uh, turn two, and um, I just couldn't quite do it. Oh. That was a little disappointing, but yeah, uh, I made him sweat though. I made him sweat when when I made the charge. He, his face dropped a little bit, and that made me that made me happy inside. Because um, that'll be uh, twos, threes, and fours, won't it? Because they're AP three, aren't they? Uh, AP two. Oh, AP two. Right. He he had two scrolls, so I couldn't get the right. uh, the spectral blades off to finish right. it off. Oh, yeah. Ooh. There you go, Matt. EOS can do it. Yeah, right, in the hands of a master, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, uh, what was the what's the meta like in New Zealand, then, Ryan? What's the uh, what's you know is, is it monster heavy? Is it block heavy? You know, what's the story? It's it's a I would almost say it's an elf meta. There's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of high elf players. I play dread elves. Um, my best buddy Nick plays sylvan elves. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to run into an elf along the way and then and then it's like uh you know then you get some warriors there's quite a few warriors players as well um i'm thinking Tom Brazier and, and erdem yeah. both both love to to run warriors uh-huh. um, i run warriors occasionally when i when i get sick of playing elves <laughs> well you certainly know how to stop warriors so i'm guessing you've played <laughs> them a few times <laughs> i have i have played warriors a few times yeah. yes is there any armies that no one plays in new zealand Oh, that's a good one. Because um, if so, I'm going to move there and start playing them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be best in race somewhere. <laughs> I actually think we've, you know, occasionally there'll be a guy that shows up with uh, with UD. I think ID as well. I mean, um, Glenn Patel plays ID, and he was also he helped write the book. Yes, um, I, I know Glenn helped. very well from the background team. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and he's also helped out on the Lisbon book as well. So, I mean, I think we cover everything pretty well. 
Um, yeah. Maybe not Skaven at the moment. I don't think anyone's played Skaven for a while. I think no one's could be bothered painting 200 rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to pay 200 rats and come down and play some Skaven, I mean... Yeah. Uh, Go on, Matt, you could do it. Best in races, man. I could start painting them on the way over. Be like, <laughs> yeah, maybe dipping them in the in the air. <laughs> be like, yeah. Those stewards uh, like stuff. Be like, what are you doing? Be like, I'm dipping rats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. Right. Well, that's the that's the picture from uh, from New Zealand. Now, um, we it wouldn't be right if we didn't talk about the uh, your cultural uh, antithesis across the uh, across the Tasman Sea in. Um, in Australia, is there much overlap between uh, yourselves and the, the Aussies? Yeah, so Australia is quite interesting. Um, there's a lot of expats in Australia, mm-hmm. um, especially in Brisbane. Um, when I went in 2015, I, there wasn't an online, there wasn't a huge online scene, nothing like it is today. There wasn't really a lot of organized tournaments. So basically, you drop an army in UB, and then the other guy drop a counter because he didn't want to just you know get taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day Mm. but so i would rather than play online i would just travel over to brisbane and um haig haig mcclinsky i think Uh his last name um has like a large man cave um with like you know four set up tables all the time so you just go over to his place stay with him um and then you had like uh you had bobo um, oh yeah bobo friend of the podcast um, yeah Yep, um, Jamie Payne, I think his name mm-hmm. is, um, who used to play High Elves or Silver Elves, um, and they would just sort of come round casually, and you just play games against those guys, and they were yeah. like the best in Australia, all ETC veterans, monsters, mm. um, and that's that's how you just get good, right? You just play some really good players and get smashed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the only put, way you yeah. learn. Yeah, there's only one way to learn, and it's yep. going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that yeah. and that's just the casual garage game, right? Like, mm. then you've got tournaments and that kind of thing that you can go and attend as well. Um, mm. They used to have a lot more, like like if New Zealand scene is small, the Australian scene is slightly bigger. Um, mm. But it used to be a lot bigger too. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, was it DogCon? Um, I've never been, but I mean, they used to get what sixty to hundred players, something like yeah. that, which was pretty nuts for sort of Southern Hemisphere. Mm. Um, well, I, yeah. I remember when I first got back into to well, Warhammer, as it was then. One of the uh, one of the, the the big podcasts was being done by out of Australia. Of course, the name of it's now going to escape me, but, but yeah, when, yeah, I think yeah. it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and um, and it, the after scene was pretty big. I know that at one point they were saying that the Games Workshop was selling more stuff in Australia than it was in the UK, which was uh, a bit insane. But um, or was it Games Workshop shops in the UK? It was something to do with the exchange rate, and basically they were making out like bandits, and it was super cheap out there, and they was buying it like mad. And then anyway, but there you go. So well, the cost are... of Games Workshop stuff down there is uh, almost twice what we pay, isn't it? It's bonkers. Yeah. Everything yeah, in Australia is so expensive. It's when crazy. when they brought in the uh, the embargo, so you couldn't buy direct from like online retailers in the UK, that's when mm. the price of of Warhammer went really high. It mm. was really ridiculous. Um, and there are a few ways you can sort of get around it by uh, just buying it and then shipping it to a UK address and then you know begging your relative or friend. Mm. 
um, or stranger to send send you your plastic crack. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <volume>. crack. <laughs> oh, it is though, isn't it? <laughs> we laugh, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so, uh, it, I, I imagine is there like a games workshop sort of you know shops all oh, over New Zealand? Yeah. And stuff? Well. Auckland, Auckland had two at one point, and then there was one in Wellington. I'm not sure uh-huh. if Christchurch had one. I don't know okay. much about that. But yeah, that, I mean, generally that's that's how I got into it. Really, was Ooh. you know, we we I found a white dwarf. My mate Ooh. got the starter set, and then you know went down to GW once and played there. And they 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 would run a GT every year. And uh-huh. uh, the first GT I went to had 80 fancy players. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You know, it's a bit sad thinking back that we've gone from 80 players to, to just under 20 on mm. a good day. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that that was the scene when I joined the, the hobby. It was good. It was really good. Excellent. I think it's a lot harder to get into it these days with cost of living and uh, just the price of the Warhammer. Um, it's quite hard to get the kids into it, especially yeah. since there's no like fancy square bases. Getting them into the ninth age is going to be a bit problematic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, I think there's always a bit of an uptick on these things when, you know, when sort of, you know, Lord of the Rings came out. I think that drove a lot of people towards, you know, Warhammer as it was then, you know, and um, uh, and maybe there'll be a bit of an uptick with the uh, Rings of Power. So, uh, which is, which is, have you been watching it, Ryan? No spoilers, but have you been watching it? No, no, I haven't actually seen the episode yet. Uh, Okay. Oh, and then uh, when 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 they were filming Lord of the Rings um, out in New Zealand, did you um, have any part of that, or have you been out to see no. when it's filmed? Or uh, like the the Bay of Islands is a tiny bit tropical for Lord of the Rings. Um, oh, you okay. have to get a bit more southern for that. Mm. Um, yeah. I thought yeah. they got all well, of New Zealand in fresh than, uh, than, than Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think yeah, it was uh, everyone, all every New Zealander was in it, wasn't it? I mean, Jacinda Ardern <laughs> was 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 on the uh, was on uh, one of the American news channels. Said she'd actually applied to be an extra in it, and they turned her down. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So there you go. So <laughs> uh, awesome. But it looks looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'd love to go one day to New yeah. Zealand. Well, do you know what we should do, Kev? Right. If if, if either let's make a a, a pack. Well, <laughs> so if either of us win the lottery right we're gonna go on we're gonna go on an epic world tour yeah world tour we'll play we'll play in uh, uh um that one in northern california that henry always wants us to play monster mash one oh yeah. gets a free giant um playing that one henry's gonna shoot us for forgetting the name of that isn't he um, and then we'll 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 pop over to to australia and play play a few games in brisbane down to new zealand I think that would be pretty epic, wouldn't you? That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Ooh, we could yeah. film it, uh, put it on Netflix or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Walk yeah. around the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Okay, okay. Well, thank you for that, Ryan. That's, that's genuinely fascinating. Now, um, one of the other reasons why we've got you on, apart from the fact that you're a bloody good bloke and incredibly interesting, is also because you may well be, at the moment, as we speak, the world's leading expert in Saurian Ancients. <laughs> oh, fact... I wouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know more than we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Owing to the fact that despite the book dropping, what is it? It's the seventh, sixth today, isn't it? Drops yeah. on the first of September. Why don't you tell the spam bots how many games you've already played for Saurians? Well, uh, yeah, I've managed to get three games in. 
three wow. games, two online and one in person, um, which was great. That is uh, is absolutely right. What's your what's your first what's your first take on it? What do you think, Ben? As or yeah? No, I, I think it's more in the 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 average lane at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I don't think it's incredibly strong. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, if you want to take all the toys and you want to take all the things that go in the things, um, it costs a lot of points, and then yeah. you're left with some really big chunky blocks. Um, and chunky blocks generally don't do too well in mm. uh, in 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 the game at the moment. I think. Yeah. Because that's yeah. not what lizard men, well, sorry, saurians have uh, been about, is it? Really big blocks. Yeah. So well, is that what it's sort of moved now towards? Is this what this new book's pushing them towards? I think so. I think you can avoid it a bit, but I think you're generally pushed into those slightly chunky blocks that, you know, you're talking like the six, 700 points when you add like, you know, three caimans to a block of troops. Um, yeah, it gets quite big. And then, you know, it's it's a mix of movement four and movement, movement six, right? So not the swiftest things in the game too. Mm. Yeah. Well, what we thought we'd do is kind of just run through, run through the book, not in a in a in an army review s- s- sense at all, but just pick out some of the special rules, and um, perhaps you can, you know, explain how they work sort of specifically. Because because uh, uh, it kind of melted my brain a little bit. Don't mind. I mean, I know I'm a, a bear of little brain, but um, how did you feel when you first saw it, Kev? Yeah, I was exactly the same. Because probably it starts off, doesn't it, with the army model rules. So then you start oh. reading it and you're like, what the fuck is this about four paragraphs? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what does any of this mean? Fucking like right? Two pages of instructions before you even get to it. And you're like, yeah. yeah. So I'm almost sensible just to skip all that, I'll get to the units and then sort of put my way back up and figure yeah. out what's going on. But yeah, well, it's uh, I mean, it's it's certainly got some 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 interesting setups. So um, if you if you know, if, if you if you've got the books to hand, guys uh, and um, and listeners, um, we're going to just kind of run through it a little bit and just, um, you know, just see see what's what guided through the tremendous marsh that is the Soaring Agents by so our Ryan own can correct me, but guide, basically yeah. I thought it was. There's lots of combined units now. That seems to be the main focus of the book, is it? In that you can ha- before it was just Cayman and Skinks, but now there's other combinations you can do. The, the, there's a lot of combinations, absolutely. Um, and it, you know, Caymans and Saurus, Caymans and Skinks. Um, you can even put the Weapon Beasts in the Skinks as well. So you can put a Taurusaur of... in, no, a Carnosaur in with Raptor Knights. Is that right? Raptor Knights or the Raptor Pack. Um, okay. Yeah, so you can that's quite you can interesting. Pay... It oh, is quite that's, interesting. That's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. The uh, okay. the the Raptor Knights are actually really interesting. I think they're they're quite a cool unit. I mean, two Strim four attacks, AP AP two on the mounts, let Ooh. alone the spear guys. Um, and then he added a great big conk and carnosaur to that. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, and it comes eight minimum as well. Fuck it out. Yeah. I bet Tim. I bet Tim Botnex just passed out, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you can do what? Uh huh. <laughs> so this, of course, is the combined strength rule, isn't it? That basically, am I right in thinking that basically you shove pretty much anything inside anything else, as we've just discussed? But then it also creates the the leadership bubble. Is that right? Yeah. Um, 
you if you have a combined unit, then it gives out its discipline in an aura, um, mm-hmm. like a like a mini general. And then yeah. if you're receiving that aura or you have it, then you get the minimized. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you you want your small, soft little skink units around something that is either scoring or combined um, okay. to get to get its discipline and the reroll. I mean, so not sorry, the minimized. Minimized, yeah. So I guess it's it's a little bit like the uh, the eagle standards then with the the VS, isn't it? So you can have multiple bubbles. Kind of, but I mean, so basically, it, it's it's a bit better than that in some regards because you can take a single data three Cayman, um, which is a scoring unit. It's like 160 points, and then that gives out discipline seven minimized to anything around it. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing like a, you know, on the flanks, you and you you don't have things that have the the discipline, say like Ramphodons or Skinks, then you can mm-hmm. combine it with a small little unit like the Cayman Dart. And all of a sudden, you're seven minimized. Okay, um, right. That's how you do it, right? So does Cayman not have to be in with some skinks to get that benefit? Or no, no, no. It, it's so it's scoring or a combined unit. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Which, uh, which I yes. believe means that say like if you put a weapon beast in a skink hunter unit, it gets the minimized in the aura as well. I believe that's the rule. Right. I see. Okay, that changes everything, doesn't it? Because that's uh, right. Yeah, I can see the point of that yeah. now. It's rank and file models with scoring and rank and file models in compound units gain commanding yes. presence. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So sneaky, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? That is sneaky. Yeah. It's a good job we spoke to Ryan because we would have got absolutely well, burned we would, first player. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, why are you doing that? They'd be like, oh no, I've minimised that. Oh, of course you are. So, so now you can. Uh, this, if, does that make the skink cloud even better? Well, possibly. Um, the the problem with the skink cloud is that you only it's all going to be light troops, and, uh, and you have very little scoring in the army. And mm. then you get you get your four gorilla choices, and then you get your two skink hunters, which are basically your your shooting units. And that's mm. it. That's the hard cap. So. Right. Um, yeah, I I don't know if there there is going to be a thing as the skink cloud. I'm not sure if it's a viable army yet. Okay. Well, sure, Colin's working on it as we speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's a way of getting a skink cloud out of that book, Colin will find it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I feel I feel you're either going to see a lot of big blocks with the 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 pyro druidism toad. Um, yeah. And, and some slightly faster stuff on the flanks, or you're going to see more um, mixed arms kind of thing. Some 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 skirmishy stuff, some flyers, a couple blocks backed up by some good magic. Um, I well, think that's it, the way it'll go. You reckon? Um, so uh, if we, um, uh, if, if well, I guess at this point, then we should probably pick up on this this idea of the frog in a wood. Um, we haven't seen frog in a wood for a while. Um, on the way past, though, before we talk about some of the options for Frog in the Wood, what about the Hereditary spell? Interesting option, this. Broken. Isn't it? it is nuts. Yeah. I think now, it, uh, I think it's great. Yeah. Well, just just in case you haven't got the book in front of you, um, it's uh, the Hereditary spell Enlightenment, cast on a seven or a ten for the boosted version, twenty-four inches, universal, one turn, with the target gaining plus two discipline, and suffers minus one to hit, and then the upgraded. Uh, boosted version is minus one to wound now that strikes me as absolutely horrific 
Yeah, it, it, it's got a couple of uses, right? Um, so it's like so a buff and a debuff, isn't it? It's it like, is a buff and a debuff, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, presumably, one of the. Is there some sort of shenanigans here for locking enemy units into combat when you want them to flee? Or you want them to break? I'm thinking like state militia or something, where you know you check, you want them to 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 burst, you want them to to break or be destroyed, no, and be chucked back, or that sort of stuff. You're going to increase their discipline, so they're not. Yeah, break. yeah, that's the point. Yeah, as you mean, like you would grind them out and kill them in yeah. their turn. Yes. Well, I mean, if yeah. you don't want them to break, yeah, you don't want them to break in your turn. Yeah, but break in your opponent's turn. Yeah, um, or hopefully you wipe them out then, and then you get the reform and the charge. Mm. Possibly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's, that's trying to pull that off. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet that happens to me though at least once within the next twelve months. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, I see. I bet none of you have spotted that. Ah, oh. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Right, okay. Now let's get on to what we've all come to talk about: frogs in woods. So the uh, the slan is no more, uh, no longer called a slan. Not that it's been called a slan for a while. Um, it's, uh, but it's still our old uh, frog in the wood. It's, it's the frog in the wood, yeah. Yeah, the anorak. Am I saying that right? Anorak, anorach. You got a background, is it? You tell us. I think, I think you're brave trying to. I'm just gonna call him the frog. <laughs> I must admit, when there was an awful lot of, of names that were flying around, that clearly many of my colleagues in the background team have a very, very deep and detailed knowledge of the amphibian world <laughs> in general, because they were talking about all sorts of things. I was like, I've never even heard of these things. But yeah, but there we go. So um, what, what's your thinking about that? I mean, obviously, it, Frog in a Word has always been pretty much the same, the same thing, which is it's shit if you can get it into combat. But oh, my word, is it going to cast some magic before it dies um the, the stat line's pretty similar as before isn't it kev i don't see anything uh yeah i think so he feels um, a bit more toned down to me though compared to the uh, frog of old oh, yeah. mm. uh okay so he's got he's got strider and, and stand behind deployed in the the uh tegu warriors guard or El, elder caymans can't leave can't leave that's quite interesting can't voluntarily leave well, that's uh, not bouncing about between units anymore. That is. Mm, well, well, no, no, no. So this is if you, there's a little line there that says if uh, unless mounted. Ah. Uh, uh, so so if you want him to be the stand behind guy that can't be fought and you have to grind out the block he's in, um, you take him as the base version. If you want him to run around solo, you take him as the mount, um, right. and then he can join the side of units like like. You know, Mal was doing at the ETC because yeah. um, it's still standard infantry, I believe, on the big mount. So yeah, yeah. And why would you though? Because it just makes them so much better. Gives them an extra hit point alone's worth it. But with some good design here, you can't have the cake and eat it because if you take the mount, he can't stand behind, so he's in the front. Right. Okay. I see. And so as long as you can get into the unit, you just shuffle yeah. across and kick the shit out of the frog. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, one of the, the is new is of course the masteries, uh, and this I think is where there's been quite a lot of talk on various WhatsApp groups about this. Uh, we won't run through all of them because they're, they're there, but um, uh, there are let me think. So seven different mastery options, uh, ranging from cheapest chips, twenty five points for conjuration, 
all the way up to some 75 point op- uh, uh, options for the forbidden mastery and that's the one that i think has been really taking people's fancy um any thoughts on that chaps i haven't even looked at these till now <laughs> <laughs> I, i've played with the the protein and that was a little underwhelming mm. and then i played two games with the forbidden mastery and i mean 75 points you get you get two pyro spells on top of your four spells yeah um when you compare that to a magical heirloom the value is great mm. um and then pyro spells the you know cast the hex into anything is pretty good especially against elves mm. um and then just you know 2d6 trim four and a blaze you hit yourself um, yeah. Which is why pairing, pairing it with the druidism is uh, is probably the optimal choice, where mm. you might be able to heal yourself back a bit. Um, but I, I thought it was great. You know, you yeah. take Master of Earth and you take a couple of Pyro spells, and all of a sudden you've got some range damage coming from Yslan. And then you've got a couple buffs and the Enlightenment spell. Like, you know, you combine Enlightenment with Stone Skin. That's just yeah. ridiculously awful. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that—that that is, of course. Now you've got the—the the traditional argument was, of course, you can't take druidism because it's so limited in range. But you start, as you say, you start sticking on um, these. Can you still do telepathic links so you can cast out no. their shit as well? Oh, okay. No, removed. Because you don't actually have skink priests anymore. Yeah, the skink priests are gone. It's no longer an option. Oh so yes, yeah. You just get the champions, that. and that would be pretty broken if you could just cast the three core units. Yeah. Yeah. Now there was another one as well. I quite like the look of the abjuration mastery as well, which basically allows you, if you fuck up a dispelling attempt, you can just have another go every turn. So I was like that. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, they had that last time, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I still on that. I, I really like the look of the uh, the witchcraft one, where you can only buff your units, but getting a few extra movement here and there. Mm. I reckon that would be pretty tasty, mm. uh, especially. Yeah. If, if you've got a low, lot of low value spells yeah yeah and you could just yeah and you just spam it out don't you and that's pretty cool yeah um the other one as well i thought could be absolutely horrific is telepathic mastery which basically means that you can uh if, if somebody else is if, if one of your opponent uh, uh casters has cast a spell then you can have a go at it next turn <laughs> Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet as well. So, Hellfire, Comet, fucking Unity, you know, help yourself, isn't it? Oh, that is quite good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and of course the other one as well for twenty-five points is is a cracker. I mean, I I wouldn't know which ones to choose. Is is Conjuration, which gives you means you can ignore ma- magic res. So you stick that on alchemy. <laughs> you can yep. have all the obsidian rocks you like, mates. Make any difference getting lashed. <laughs> so. Yeah, that may spell the end of the obsidian rock, mightn't it? It's <laughs> not worth it anymore. Yeah, it, it's just nice and refreshing to have different options and some quite fun options too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, I can't decide what I'm gonna do. I'll just let you have one of your spells off, and I'll try and I'll take that. You know, yeah, and then are you sure you want to cast the comet? It probably hurt you more than me. <laughs> yeah, are you sure you want to cast the comet? Does the does the uh, does the frog still get plus two to cast? Is it he does. Sort of built in. You get to, you get to play a bit of a mini game. Um, before you pick the card up, I believe because this is the start of the magic phase. You yeah. choose. Do you want two channels or do you want mm-hmm. an additional plus one to cast? Oof. So you can you can take the two channels and have the normal master, or you mm-hmm. can go 
plus two to cast. No right. chance. I see. Oh, my word. Right, what would you do? What's, what do you reckon is the optimum way? I mean, I guess it depends, doesn't it, if you've, if some of the low cards have come out first or something. but uh, Yeah, the way I kind of played um, in the games was, um, do I think I'm going to achieve much this magic phase? Mm. And then do I have many um, tokens in the pool? And then basically, if I don't and I'm not going to do much, then I'll, I'll take the channels and set mm. up for a big phase next turn, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and just try and play it that way. Oh, of course, yeah, and especially if you're on something like Druidism, you could just re- you basically stack them up, can't you? So, and then yep. you'd be on plus one to cast with. Oh, I mean, imagine if you got like you know, you could be on like plus one to cast, get magic card like you know with the five and nine dice. You could yep. you could end up with like nine plays five with plus two to yeah. cast. Plus two to oh, cast, and then yeah. you got things like fireball and and you know cascading fire and stuff. Quite easy small spells, mm. oaken throne. And then you, and then basically, you know, you put out three spells before you actually get to the meat of the magic phase with like yeah. stone skin or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty horrendous. Oh, do you really want to cast Dance Macabre with Michael Vicano? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that in behind your army means big trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, I like that. Oh, I wonder how it works. No, it would. I just wonder if it would work with any of the VC spells, any of the the raise spells. That'd be pretty bad as well, wouldn't it? Because they they would have to be have to be known spells, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because the VC spells use the reanimate value of the unit, right? Yeah, Yeah. you just don't have that, sadly. Yeah, it would have to. It would have to be learned spells, wouldn't it? Yeah, as opposed to. Yeah. No, fair enough. There we go. Dead end that one, but never mind. Points for trying. Um, yeah, Kev, what, what's catching your eye there, mate? Anything uh, you're looking at going, that's sick? The fucking Mountain Pterodon. Yeah. Like, there is a mount for the Skink Veteran, and it has its, like, aerial assault is now... Units consist entirely of models of aerial assault may perform a sweeping attack. This The enemy unit suffers one hit with strength four and AP one for every model in a unit. Yeah. So that must be absolutely terrifying to Vermin Swarm. Because, like, you got your big 50-man block, but they're all just going to die on twos. <laughs> you know, hoping, that whole I'm, unit's just gone. <laughs> I'm hoping you're reading that wrong, because otherwise yeah. that is absolutely horrific. Can you imagine that on a bunch of halberdiers? <laughs> like, take them off. <laughs> Presumably it's just the number of, of pterodons, I'd it's imagine. It's the number of pterodons, I'm afraid oh. to say. Oh. That would be fantastic. That's just so bad. How's that possible? <laughs> it's the only for one hit, then. Mm. Oh, yeah. it's well in your unit, not the enemy unit. That's why I was getting confused. Because I was yeah. like, that is nuts. That's just a whole fucking BS army's up on his own. <laughs> just <laughs> fly over the top of him like a bucket of dice. Like, right, right, that killed 38. Yeah, yeah, take that unit off. <laughs> yeah, and then you can get two more units of Pterodons as well. We'll be like, oh, well, take them all off. Do it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the first Ooh. one. <laughs> Oh, that is there. Yeah, that's sick. That's just, that's that's naughty, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah okay. I noticed that there's a lot of the so there's no Scar Vet and Scar Warlord anymore. It's now just one guy, mm-hmm. and the yeah. Tegu Veteran who can still easily get a one-up rerollable and all that nonsense, no problem. Um, does does that mean that we're likely to see fewer 
um, of the old cowboy uh, routines or, or more, Ryan, what do you think? I mean, it, this, this, it's got the Raptor option and the Carno option again, hasn't it? So in the old book, you had the two options for the, the Tegu character. Um, mm-hmm. One was the little guy and one was the big guy. You used to see a lot of the small guy cowboys because he's quite efficient points-wise. Mm-hmm. But you you start getting the one-up re-roll cowboy going on, on the the veteran now and it's sort of 400 points that's a lot yeah it's a lot for a cowboy especially without a ward save unless you really really put more points into him mm. um so i don't know if you'll see many of the cowboys i think you'll see some some skink characters um running around on 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 the the predator or the sky the sky no, tyrant yeah no i'm afraid you'll have to try and pronounce that first word as well um, oh, you're gonna make me okay. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can butcher it if you want, but you know, I would like to have uh, culturally uh, insulting. Well, I'm a white boy. I'm a Pakia, so uh, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> my Maori is quite limited. Um, but Pukai, Pukai. Pukai. I think that's pretty cool. That's a pretty good effort. Write in and tell us if it's wrong. Um, okay, the Pukai Sky Tyrant. Uh, any is that is that any good as an option? I think it is. I think it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I like that Flying High is coming back, giving me a good fourth edition vibes. And yeah. Warhammer. I love Flying High. I, I definitely think it, it's going to be a fun choice. I mean, 816 is pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, Res 4, HP 4, fantastic when you're, when you're in a skink world. Um, those are good stat lines. And then something yeah. like Essence of Mithril would be quite good. Just give them the two-up save. Yeah. Um, it's also a great way to get another um, uh, marking uh, predator sensors out there before the game starts, which is a big deal. Those okay. little markers are massive. Yeah. So why don't you just run us through that as a concept as well? Because that's the other the other big thing so, that melted my brain. Yeah. So in in if you've played against Ramphodons, you'll be familiar with this in some ways. Where you you took Ramphodons or the Ramphodon character, you got two markers, and uh-huh. you put them on stuff before the game begins. And when you're fighting that, you you would get rerolls to hit, and the Ramphodons would get extra attacks. Yeah. Um, they still get the extra attacks against marked targets, but there are a whole bunch of other beasties that now like to fight marked units, where they'll get okay. rerolls to hit. Um, mainly, the the biggest one is probably the Alpha Carnosaur, and then the smaller Carnosaurs. And when you got Battle Focus and a low offensive skill, rerolls to hit against things is pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah. And then um, the Stygiosaur packs as well, where you get three or four of those guys with four attacks each. Um, wow, they look pretty cool. Rerolls name is good too. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, so putting markers out there is good. Is there any range uh, limitation on the markers? Is it like the sort of you know the, the the mechanic with ID where you get that you have to shoot the flaming stuff onto them, or do you just no? Just once the marker is on there, it's on there forever. Okay. Um, which is also another great option in the gorillas, where you you can give the the gorilla guys. I think two units can take marking lures, which mm-hmm. do the same thing. Yeah, skink gorillas. It says. Are they the only yeah. unit that can take them? I'm not sure if the if the the skink champion hero, sorry, can take a marking lure. Maybe uh-huh. I don't know if he can. Mm. I don't think so. I think it's just them, oh, just okay. the gorillas. I mean, I've been running two units of five, um, and if they survive the first turn, their whole job is just to run towards the target and put a marker on it. 
<laughs> like job done. My 165 <laughs> points has paid off. Kill them first, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot them first. Yeah. The last thing you want is is an alpha barreling up in turn two, isn't it? I guess. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. Crikey. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, th- now a, a little bit of background here. So the the the, the Saurians uh, as a as a culture are essentially um, uh, they 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 they're sort of at war against the concepts of entropy. So they're very much about sort of control and order and that sort of stuff. And they're the sort of the 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 embodiment of logic, which means that they they don't accept the concept of of gods and kings. So no general. Um, no BSB, which is a, a pretty big thing. What's your, what's your thinking on that then? Uh, is that a good thing or is that just denying your opponent 400 points? Generally, uh, no no general. You, you never have a general. But mm-hmm. most lists, I think you'll see a BSB somewhere. Mm. Um, as one of the upgrades to the, oh, what are they called, the Howder devices mm-hmm. is a yeah. BSB. And I believe yeah. that gives the 200 points if it dies. Okay. It says it is the BSB. Okay. Um, and I think the reroll is really important. I think I think you'll you'll see a BSB in every list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and one of the one of the th- sort of the technical abilities that the the Saurians have got is the ability to control magnetic uh, uh, ores. Um, and in so doing, they have developed these weapons that, that essentially can counter uh, metals is, is the concept here. They, 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 they've developed a magnetic sort of application to their weapons. So um, plus one to hit and pl- uh, in close combat and with shooting. Uh, have you had a, a play with that yet? Does that does that make any difference? Yeah, um, I completely forgot the rule, to be honest. Um, <laughs> uh, me and Jeff had some 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 Soren, uh, well, Tigu fighting each other for about three turns, and we completely forgot that they got the plus one to hit. <laughs> um, but if you're armor four, if you're yeah. fighting against armor four, you get plus one to hit with lodestone devices, yeah. um, which is really quite cool because um, it includes the bolt throws. Ooh, right. I think okay. the magnetic, the the lodestone bolt throw. Yeah. So, so you get two shots now as well. So if you're a dragon with a three-up save and you see something, a couple of these run at you, you should probably be a bit scared. There's still be three wounds. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes a big difference, doesn't it? And it and it gives it gives them the the sort of the range damage, I guess, that they they never really had, did they before as well? Um, which is quite cool. It's quite cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, you you mentioned how the devices. Um, uh, I think the Howder devices probably deserve a, a little bit of attention as well. Now, th- these are obviously going on to uh, creatures. So, um, yeah. is it is it just the just the one, or can you stick it onto more than one? Um, there are three in the book that you can put these things on. Um, yeah. So you can take the Thyracutus. Mm-hmm. Uh, a single one costs you about two hundred something with a with a device on it. Yeah. Uh, or you can get really fancy and make it the protector, which mm. goes into a Unitosaurus. Um, or Skinks, I think. Yeah. No, it's uh, Venomous Fortress that goes, yes. Yeah. And the, the Thyroscutus is the one that, that, that can create the parry block, isn't it? So it's yeah. um, that people so are talking about. So he stops, about. stops the infantry from getting stomped and gives mm-hmm. the unit parry, um, yeah. which is pretty, pretty cool. It gets quite expensive. It's about 300 points to do that. And yeah, well, we it, it, talk about a unit of you know Tigu guard 
and then you put one of those things into it, you're talking 700 points for a pretty pretty effective block. Mm, yeah. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, you know, how do your minor source feel, uh, feel about that then, Kev? Oh, I think they could take him. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. Yeah, because you can direct, you can still direct your attacks onto onto the beast, can't you? Because now, yeah, he'd have to be the front, wouldn't he? Yeah. So, so it comes with parry itself as well. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, there's probably not quite a lot of miners. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not this is. It's not a war platform at the moment. What's the thinking behind that? Uh, I'm guessing that there's a logic behind it, but I, I, I guess I've it yet can to run work it solo. Out. Yeah, it, it can run solo. Um, you can just have them as 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 you can have you can have one to three as a unit, so you can get through these things running around as a single unit with blasting things away, which okay. is quite fun. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's the war platform. It gets quite interesting though, because when you when you start combining like a unit of guard with one of these big big dinosaurs in the middle of it and then uh and the frog floating around in the unit as well um yeah. it, it, it gets quite funny looking <laughs> and then you can also i mean yeah the you can't have i don't think you can combine two different things into one unit so you can't have like the ancient caimans in the guard with a thyrocutus that would be bonkers too yeah. <laughs> like, i don't think that's a thing block no. with like 10 monsters in it <laughs> like an ultimate death star <laughs> it was like attack it if you like yeah uh okay so that's the thyroscutus then um what other monsters can you stick howders on top of then well, um, the steg, the steg is still a thing. The mm-hmm. the torosaur, and then you get the really big guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to be seeing on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the titanopod. We're I'm never, not sure I'm what to make see of it, this. Are we? <laughs> I think you will. I think I think there will be a wave of Saurian players going to taunt you. Like, you know what? I can take big dinosaur. So I am. I mean, I've got one. You know, everyone, if you're mad enough about Saurians, I think you'll have a massive dinosaur. And this is your chance to put it on the table and be like, look at my big Brontosaurus thing. Or, <laughs> you know, the, this. Oh. And it, it is really big. I mean, it's 100 by 200 mils. It's probably the biggest thing in the whole I of my the biggest base size there is. I mean, Any definitely points. diagonal. You know, you're going to see this thing, uh, you know, flank side on the, on the line, right? So it does the whole turn thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, that's, this can that's have one device. A couple of inches, yeah, yeah, it's giving you like two inches. That huh? totally Ooh, worth yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's and there's some pretty cool, uh, there's some pretty cool sort of fluff rules that go with it as well. Um, you know, the very earth trembles and stuff like that, which is it which I think is really cool. Large things as well as yeah. like you know just not it can stop any, it can anything stop. without towering presence. Yeah. Yeah, which is just amazing. Yeah. Feldrax gets stomped. Four D three stomps. It halves them for large units. Yeah. It's got marks of eighteen inches, which is also handy as well. I kinda and it wish they shit gave... Love it. I kinda wish they gave this thing an additional rank so it could break steadfast if it hits things in the flanks. I think it needs something like that. I think it looks fun. Um but I don't know if it's as strong as it looks. I, I get the feeling that, it, you know, it, it's because it, 
other than the stomps, I mean, it's got six AP4 Strim 4 attacks from the rocks and then two from itself. Um, yeah, so two it's, attacks. It, it's a little gentle, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, you get a bad stomp roll and it just sort of sits there and he makes mm. a couple saves. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, sorry, you got three ranks and a banner and you did a wound. I'm I'm pulling up my skirts and running away. Um, yeah. I think it will be a little disappointing. I haven't tried it yet, but that's my feeling. Only eight two as well. Yeah. I'd imagine this is because they were so they were well, not that I ever met one, but I'd imagine they're they're supposed to be very friendly, aren't they? You know, like the good dinosaur <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like I imagine so. <laughs> Um, when you compare it to, I mean, that's been watching too much her land before time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything with Raquel Welsh in, mate, I'll watch it till the cows come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Ryan, we interrupted you there. God. Oh, um, as you said about the, uh, the, 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 yeah. basically the lack of attacks and stuff. I mean, when you, you can compare this thing to a steam tank kind of, right? Mm. Or like a rock crusher. Um, they don't run away. You know, they just sit there and they grind. I kind of wish this kind of did that. You know, the, I could see this thing becoming a bit of a tarpet if they change the rules for it, where, you know, it sucks a few things in and it does a bit of damage and it just holds there for you to get other stuff in, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Fluffy, but I don't think it's terribly strong. That would be my opinion of it. Yeah. I, th- I think I think you're right. I th- I, you know, I think a, an extra extra one rank bonus for you know breaking steadfast and stuff would be pretty well, cool then, then it's scary right then you got to yeah. deal with it you can't just let it wander into the flank of a unit because then the unit's mm. gone yeah and it makes sense because it's absolutely massive so it is it probably you know, should yeah it's a fucking dinosaur because <laughs> <laughs> do the um do the demon chariots have the extra rank when they get really big the the so. horde because they're are they gigantic? I can't remember. Like the Titan Slayer type thing. Yeah. Uh, sure. I, I, don't, I don't think so, but, but no, they might do. Light troops as well. But yeah, I can't remember. Ooh. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty good idea, actually, though. I mean, it would certainly, it would certainly, like you said, you've got to deal with it now. You can't just, you know, let it sit there and fight a load of crap all game because it's going to, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There we go. So, um, so in your first list, why don't you run us through this sort of, you know, couple of, you know, couple of your ideas for lists and what went well and what you were underpowered, under, under impressed by and over impressed by. I basically played this the single list and cool. um, it was based off my model collection. Um, so I had a Alpha Carnosaur uh-huh. with the great weapon and divine attacks, and then obviously a rock um, uh-huh. for the old MR. Uh, then I had the the toad with uh-huh. the the um, the mobile guy, not the not the guy that has to be in a unit, so he can run um, if he needs to. Yeah. Um, and I was running druidism with the forbidden master in the ancient plaque, so he uh-huh. gets to reroll the dice phase, which is just insane. Yeah. Um, really strong magic phase for six hundred something points. Really strong. Um, and then I had two units of the skink hunters. Uh, which are the light troops and javelins. Um, a unit of the warriors, which is shields, just a core unit. Um, somewhere to put the toad when he's not feeling threatened. Um, and just another sort of... Some ranks was quite nice too. Yeah. Um, and then I had a unit of the eight caimans the, with just a banner. Mm-hmm. 
they were they were really good. Um, if they can get into anything that doesn't fight terribly well, like uh, Imperial Guard with shields, or mm-hmm. you know anything that doesn't have Strem Six AP three, they're they're living a good life and they'll do yeah. a lot of damage. Mm. Did you um, give them Hellbirds or did you just take the two from Claw? No, I took I took the plus one to hit uh, Lethal Strike. Um, because the, these are these are sort of you know sort of ninja, they're essentially sort of Buddhist monks, aren't they? They're sort of spiritual and you know trained in the the ways of hand to hand combat. I guess that's the the thinking behind it. Uh, then I took two units of Ramphodons, five Ramphodons with champions, and Ouch. and I, these guys are really good with the 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 marks on things and the ability to put marks on other things as the game starts. Uh, and you know Vanguard move 16. They just cause people problems if you get first turn. It's like okay, you know you're you haven't respected how far I can move. I'm I'm going to get into somewhere you don't want them to be, and then cause you cause you a nightmare. And then if the diet's it's just under 400 points. Mm. And then you know four up save, four up save, two wounds, risk three. The, somewhat resilient for sort of a a fast moving unit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. frenzy is a problem. You can't let them fly about and do what they want. You have to yeah. deal with them because they'll you ruin you. And then, and then the sort of things that can keep up with them, you generally die to them as well. You know, your fast cav and and slightly sort of squishier things don't really want to be put in front of in in the path. So, I, and hard target two is quite good against shooting. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I really I really like them. They're, they're a solid choice. Um, and then I had two units of gorillas with the chameleon upgrades, so they scout, and then the marking lures. And I just went with the blowpipes around the bows because I thought two shots versus one, hopefully I'll hit. You just have to land the hit to put the mark on. Um, and then, They're still poisoned you know, as well, the aren't they? They are poisoned, yeah. yeah. Uh, they don't have the plus one on gigantic anymore, so they, you know, generally you're going to be hitting on sixes against most things, I think. Okay. That's all you need, though. And then I had the Torso BSB um, for the 18-inch aura, and then three Stidiosaurs with a champ and banner, which is also scoring. They're basically like Skink Mournfang cavalry, right? They're, they're quite fantastic. <laughs> That's a really cool way of describing it, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and, and Yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, so so quite a fast um, combat army with some druidism buffs and a bit of pyro just to try and remove some of those those chaff units that get in the way. That was the okay. game plan, and it worked it worked pretty well. I'm pretty happy with the list. Okay, cool. Uh, so what went what went well? What, what were you impressed by, and what were you not impressed by? Um, the Ramphodon's really good. Every mm-hmm. game they did solid work. Um, yeah. The Caymans. I match up dependent. I found some things they just got destroyed, and some things they could just sit there forever. Um, you know, I, I packed them in front of the unit of Imperial Guard with shields, and they just they just sat there for three turns whilst I cleaned up the rest of the Imperial Army. Yeah, um, that was great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they come out of core now though as well, so that's really good. Yeah, I mean, eight of them for 425. That's a chunky unit. Um, and then the plus one to hit, if you, you know, you're going against sort of medium armor and like, like, you know, res four or lower, they're super solid. 
And do you take the champion upgrade? Because now they're all like wizard on face, aren't they? I wanted to. I, I couldn't quite fit in all the toys, so I, I dropped a lot of the champions. I started off with champions everywhere, and it's like, okay, hold on. I've got 400 <laughs> points extra in core. Um, maybe I could turn this into another unit, um, which is what I did. So that, I found that quite quite challenging, because then you've just got the two channels from the slan if you have none of these champion upgrades. And then, it, it, you know... You start sweating and doing some serious maths when you, you have to pick your card. Do I want two channel, or do I want to just risk it and hopefully get a good card? So Ooh. that was quite fun. So you could run a list without the uh, frog, couldn't you, and just have loads of champs? I think so. I think that would be quite strong. You'd certainly have a lot of things on the board. Yeah. Yeah. I think the T... The, the Mystics would go into that list quite nicely. The old um, uh, Wizard Conclave. And then I see you can pick the Bound Magic Missiles on the, the Thyrocutuses as well. So, you know, take like Swarm of Insects, that's two dice every turn. That kind of has to get stopped. Yeah, like the Cayman Elders can get two spells as well. So there's, yeah, there's quite a few different uh, things you could do in there if you wanted to. It doesn't have to all be about the frog anymore. No, I, I think you'll see um, you'll see like a quite a large play wide army with a lot of those kind of uh, champion upgrades, and you'll have a couple of utility ones as well. I think you'll probably take you know, two of the skink guys. So if you lose one or have to use it as a chaff, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, it's um, it's certainly you know to to look at it. I, I think the rules at the beginning were kind of difficult to get your head around to start with but then i think once once you've got somebody who knows what they're talking about like yourself ryan it starts to think oh, okay you know start putting bits together but, uh, it's certainly not as well horrific as i thought it was with uh pterodons flying around wiping out whole armies <laughs> on the <road>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like carpet bombing stuff <laughs> yeah. oh, just imagine Lordy. this one poor pterodon with you know a huge like massive sack of rocks just <laughs> yeah. crushing them like Atlas, you know, just... Pit <laughs> Penny yeah. gets to me, like, why does he put all his shooting into my one pterodon captain? He's gonna <laughs> die! He's gonna kill my whole army! <laughs> I drop for first and just, just fire everything at it. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, well, there you go. So, um, some interesting stuff. Uh, any other, anything else you want to pick out on before we uh, drift uh, uh, seamlessly into our next... Okay. I, I think it's a great book. I think there's I think when they tweak it and they adjust some of the rules and, and the balance of it, I think it'll be a really fun book and a great step forwards. Um and that's what we want, right? We want interesting yeah. books. Mm. So I think A for effort, great stuff. I just yeah. wish if I had one thing I could change it would be the amount of caimans you can put into units. I think three is really big, as a minimum. I'd love to put one or two in a couple units and then, and bring back some of that MSU and MMU style. Mm -hmm. I feel it all gravitates towards big big blocks. If you want to play, you know, combine units, you have to take three caimans. They, they get quite big and chunky. Yeah. Kev, mm. you were going to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. How does it work for allocating attacks against combined units? Does 
is it still like the Caymans don't have to go at the front? They can be at the back, but you can still attack them. I think I think it's very much like it used to be. If you you can pick to fight the guys standing behind, and it's minus one to hit them. Yeah. Is that how it is? Yes. And yeah, then so. um, as for shooting, it's just you, you follow the normal rules for mismatch bases. But I'm guessing when Akarnasaurs in with like Raptor Riders, you can just allocate your attacks against Carnosaur if you want because he's just in the front. Yeah. 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 I think the Caymans are the only ones that can go behind. Maybe maybe the Weapon Beasts can go back. You um, can put like ancient Caymans in with Tegu, can't you, as well? So I guess they yes. could do it as well. Yep, yep. They can go in the, the, the core warriors or the, the guards. Yeah. I mean, 15, 15 TU guard with three Elder Caymans, um, that's a pretty scary unit, uh, yeah. i got to say. Because um, yeah, you also get quite an extra rank, so you get... You get front rank, you get second rank, and then you know you get an extra rank, right? And then you get the Caymans, or the Caymans go in the extra. I can't remember, but you get a lot of attacks, and then you don't even need to take great weapons or halberds on the guard. They just get parry and their their shield rule, and then you get these three big blokes with baseball bats behind them. Um, yeah, yeah, they're just in there doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, yeah, because of course, um, as soon as you go into a combined unit, you get a fight an extra rank, don't you? Which uh, essentially yep. allows for that stand behind thing, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Of course, um, my favourite um, uh, suggestion for the background team didn't make it in. Uh, it was the uh, banner <laughs> of the clever girl, or just the upgrade <laughs> clever girl, which I, which I was I was desperately keen to to get in, but. Uh, but but it wasn't there to everyone's cup of tea. But but there you go. So um, it's our loss, Matt. We've all it lost is. Out. It is. At least yeah. you tried. I did try. <laughs> I did try. <laughs> but there you go. But there you go. Can't have it all. Um, okay. Right. So um, well, thank you very much for that, Ryan. That's that's opened our eyes and saved us a lot of reading, hasn't it, Kevin? Yeah, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. you explained yeah. it a bit better to me now. Yeah, you can put the things in the things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> good well there you go yeah well it's uh do you know what it's it's as, as always with these these books the first time you sort of go through them it was the same when mark took us through the koe book wasn't it i was like oh i see <laughs> it's like right yeah okay so i hope our listeners as well it helps them understand the books a bit better because i yeah. think we're all in the same boat when a new book first comes out yeah absolutely Very, what the fuck that's a lot of words <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scared brain won't work <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah. oh dear right well there we go so um okay right well then um we'll move on to the final part of the uh of the podcast because uh we were aiming for an hour and a half and as is tradition we've gone well over um but um we will persist uh, as long as you've got time ryan you okay for another 20 minutes yep. or so no, I cleared my schedule for you, boys. Hey, <laughs> that is legendary. Good work. Good work. Okay. Um, right. So, um, as with all guests on the Paired Weapons podcast, we very much like to play our three games. Um, we've had some fantastic responses over the uh, over the years now, Kev. Years, mate. <laughs> oh, years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is years. And um, yeah, and so we're gonna obviously play the game with with Ryan as well. The first game we like to play is Desert Island Nine age uh now usually 
um, I would ask you to imagine that you're going to be whisked away to a beautiful <laughs> island in the southern hemisphere, but it doesn't really seem to carry the same caveat. No, no right. living in the Bay of Islands kind of, um, yeah, daily yeah. life here. Yeah. Uh, Come I to guess... our northern hemisphere, island of misery instead. Yeah. yeah. Go up to Shetland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shetland. I'll go up there. <laughs> okay, so instead of whisking you off to some tropical paradise in the south, uh, in the South Pacific, we will uh, whisk you to uh, a, a, a rocky outcrop in the Northern Atlantic. Um, <laughs> you're you're going to be stuck there, um, and you're going to have nothing, nothing, nothing to do but play Ninth Age. Fortunately for you, uh, there is a, a local native who is familiar with the Ninth Age rules and is going to be able to play against you uh, on a regular basis. Um, you can only take one arm with you uh, to play on your rocky outcrop which army would it be and why and this is where we give our guests the opportunity to sort of say well maybe i'll take my sickest army because it's really bent uh, and i just hammer man friday all day long uh, or i take a, a, an army that that's that means something to me for a given reason so what's your choice then mate um for me it has to be the dread elves uh-huh. um they're the first army i picked up way back when in the day and i've been playing them pretty solidly till now uh-huh. um i still love them still love them i mean i'll, I'll take them most games if i can yeah. so that that would be definitely be my choice uh-huh. and probably poor opponent would probably have a bit of dismay at that well <laughs> that's his pro- that's stuck playing dreadals for the rest of eternity on an <laughs> island yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, do you like the new dreadals book at, at first, I wasn't a fan. I really missed the old one. I quite like the old one with the cults and things. Yeah. Um, but I've grown to love the new one. The new one is really good. Um, there's a lot there. You can play. You can play so many different ways: monsters, infantry, you know, bonsai kind of militants. Uh, even even the cav. Um, I remember there was an online list with like three blocks of the cold one cav. That's pretty scary. I gotta be honest. They Ooh. hit pretty hard. Yeah, I think it's quite a versatile book, a surprisingly versatile book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, well designed too. I think I think there's been some complaining about some of the rules, but I love the idea of the academy training. I think that's, that's such a cool thing. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I, I think the Gorgons should get nerfed. Um, I think they are ridiculous, and, and I would say drop drop the stairs to one. I reckon that would do it. Three auto hits, you know, for three of them. Um, a little scary until you can take a base off. I think that would that would even it out. Well, I, you won't find me disagreeing with that. Disagree, yeah, yeah. But, uh, there we go. So we're gonna we're gonna whisk you off to your your no- I was gonna say your, your your tropical paradise, but off to your your semi-Arctic rocky uh, island with your dread elves to hammer Man Friday. Uh, to bits um good choice i think right okay so then the um the next uh the next game we like to play is ancient enemies and this is my personal favorite actually uh this is where we ask guests to say who would they like to 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 play against either uh, a character from fiction or a character from history as we know over the years kev we've had some really good answers to this haven't we mate oh we have definitely i can't Ooh. remember them all there's so many We've had Hannibal, we've had uh, Tecumseh, we've had... Uh, I always play Gandhi. <laughs> you want to play Gandhi. For, force him into playing a game of war games. That, that would be quite something. I don't know if he'd be up for it. He'd probably be quite sad. He'd just be playing vampires and just keep throwing everyone back. 
I can yeah. just see him giving you some big puppy eyes, you know, like, are you really going to take my men off? <laughs> yeah. So mean. Oh, I know. He'd, he'd, he'd have a really sick bent uh, vampire list and he'd just totally scrub you off the table and then be all <laughs> apologetic afterwards. <laughs> uh, there we go. So, yeah, uh, we, we asked people to, um, uh, to, to, to imagine if they were playing against a character, either from fiction or history, and also to speculate as to how they would play and... Uh, and what 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 faction they, they they might play? So Ryan, who would you like to play as your ancient enemy? I, this is an interesting one. I talked to a few people and asked them these these questions. Um, uh-huh. And my friend Jeff from the states said Patton. Pam would be oh, an amazing yeah. person to play. Um, so I I would agree with him. Um, I couldn't pick that. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to go with Nelson. I reckon Nelson would be amazing. One yeah. arm. Um, the dude would be amazing on the table and he'd Ooh. have some cracker stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. my choice. Yeah. Nelson. Yeah. I think that'd be really good. You know, one arm, one leg, one nod on the head, one eye and all of that. So yeah. <laughs> well, like I mean, you, said, you know, the bloke scene stuff. <laughs> I mean, he, he got shot in the arm. He, he said, didn't want to hand up on the boat. Got, yeah. got up there. Surgeon's like, oh, we need to do some serious work. And Ooh. he's like, you know what? Just take the arm off so I can get back to it, please. Yeah. I mean, what a man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, he was definitely, uh, he was a proper man's man, wasn't he? Apparently, he was uh, one of the battles. He wasn't the, the admiral of it. It was like, and the admiral kept sort of signaling him to say, look, fucking turn around and come back. You're going to get yourself killed. Uh, and he, he, he'd take his patch off his off of his bad eye, put it over his good eye, and say, "I can't see anything." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, what think, I think he would be good to play. He mm. would be good to play. What do What do you think he'd play? What What do you think would be up Nelson Street then? I can't say EOS. Yeah, you know the orders, the regiment, the mm. the sort of. Uh, I think that would that would definitely be his cup of tea. Mm. Yeah, flogging people, yeah, for they run away and all that sort of stuff. I tell you what, you wouldn't run away if Nelson was in charge, would you? No, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, rum sodomy in the lash. Yeah, that's the, the, naval, <laughs> the naval way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, okay, so Nelson, that's a good one, isn't it, Kev? That is a very good one, actually, yeah. I think maybe Highborn as well. We might like Highborn. Oh, yeah, he might, like, yeah. Disciplined and, you know, Ooh. yeah. Or maybe maybe like maybe the Asklanders were no no I can't see him running big 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 I was just thinking about boats but yeah maybe <laughs> like you said like you said maybe the high elves that would be uh, sorry high board oh, I haven't done that for a while um yeah uh okay cool excellent excellent um are you still are you, I, I meant to say this to you actually a minute ago Kev uh, are you still sticking with KOE for your uh, your desert island or have you now no, no, still, still KOE, still sticking still with them, man. Still going with KOE, cool. I'm back yeah. on them again now after uh, EDC. Ooh, oh, I shall look forward to that. Yes. That's, uh, yeah, we'll have to get a game in. Uh, okay, then, Ryan, and then our final our final uh, game that we ask uh, guests to play is uh, who would you like to be? Uh, we ask uh, each of our guests to speculate um, if they were to be plunged into the into the Ninth Age uh, a sphere. Um, what would they be, Kev? Um, uh, we've, we've, we, we, you still going for the KOE? Uh... No, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, who am I kidding? I'm definitely a minotaur. Definitely <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a minotaur. Uh, I still want to be a writer. Um, but uh, Ryan, what would you like to be? 
I, I would have to be a uh, a champion of a Chaos Warrior unit. I lead the boys from the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I go, it, it kind of the wheels fall off a bit. That would definitely <laughs> be me. That would that would sum up my uh, my ETC experience as captain as well. Yeah. <laughs> Getting stuck in there. What, what 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 mark would you go for if you were going to be? Oh, a... oh, as a large lad and a chef, I'd have to go with the old uh, the old gluttony. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's excellent. That is really really excellent. Uh, okay, so that brings us to to the end of the podcast, then, gentlemen. Um, what what a pleasure it's been uh, to to have Ryan on to to be talking to. I, I have visions of you looking out the window and the sun is rising over the the Bay oh, of it, Islands. It's, it's, it, it, the sun's already out. It's a beautiful day. It, it's going right. to be a cracker. Blue sky. Thank you. It sounds lovely, doesn't it? it doesn't yeah. it? Oh. Well, Mind you, to be fair, we've 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 been doing all right for weather recently. We know how how foreign listeners like to know what it's what the weather's been like in Manchester. It's been lovely, hasn't it recently? It has, yeah. It's been uh, very nice. Uh, yeah. Not too hot. Nice, nice temperate yeah. moment. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. In fact, the old lags at the cricket club were saying that this is the first season anybody can ever remember where we haven't had a single game rained off all wow. season. Now, when does that happen in England? You know? I mean, really. <laughs> Yeah, but there you go. So, um, okay. Well, an absolute pleasure, Ryan. Uh, thank you so much. You know, you were a real gent out in uh, in Pesaro and, um, you know, uh, we fell in love with you a little bit out there. So thanks very much for, for coming on, for getting up early and, and uh, giving us your pearls of wisdom. Hopefully you've uh, had, a, had a bit of fun. Oh, absolutely. It's been a blast. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's our pleasure uh, entirely, and uh, and we we simply must uh, uh, get back together at some point and have another beer and uh, and a bit of a chinwag. Maybe one of the UB tournaments that's uh, yep. that, that, that yeah, that comes would be, up yeah, at definitely. Some point. Yeah, that'll be. You really can cool. teach us all about lizards as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whilst taking us off, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Mental notes: two cannons. <laughs> two cannons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two cannons well there we go uh, all right then kev so just before uh, I, I wrap up then uh, anything else you'd like to add mate no it's been uh good good to be back yes be back in the saddle eh? yes absolutely absolutely, absolutely so Right, well then, as the sun rises over the Pacific Ocean on our friend Ryan, it sets on uh, his friends Matt and Kev in the northern... Oh, that was very poetic, wasn't it? Do you like that? Indeed, that was very nice, Matt. What a star. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just hungry, I want my dinner. (laughs) And uh, and the sun sets for for Matt and Kev, it rises for Ryan, and we've got another friend here for the podcast. Um, They truly are everywhere in the night they just fear so it is a goodbye from our friend ryan yep goodbye and it's a goodbye from my mate kev bye and it's a goodbye from me maddie p we'll catch you for episode 81 